Welcome back to another episode of the Broken Rising Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to keep your personal character when you're going through spiritual and emotional wounding at the hands of a senior church leader. Welcome to the Broken Rising Podcast. The mission of Broken Rising Ministries is to help those who have been wounded by a church leader find healing, embrace faith once again, and continue on the journey of their calling. Here's your host, Gary Don. Going through a breaking under is one of the worst things that you can go through. When it happens, one of the first things that happens is that our personal character and integrity comes under attack by the spiritual abusive leader. Now, a spiritually abusive leader has the need to control the narrative of others who serve them. And when they are looking to use, abuse, and dispose of a leader who serves them, that leader almost always attacks the personal character of the one that is serving them and to make out their character as as either less or bad. And we need to be aware that this is a spiritual attack that comes our way. So when we're sitting under that and struggling with the fact that they're attacking our character, I mean, that goes down to the foundation of our calling, who we are in Christ. And, you know, it, it, whether it, it's subtle or it's direct, it attacks who we are as a child of God and who we are uh, called into ministry. So we have to make sure that we don't fall for the trap of trying to walk in the senior abusive leader's standards. We walk in God's standards by his word and his will and his ways. That's what we want to walk in. So how do you keep godly character when you're going through a breaking under season? In this podcast, we're going to go over a handful of things that you can do to safeguard your character and your godly integrity, even if you're going through an an abusive, spiritually and emotionally abusive season at the hands of a spiritual uh, leader in your life or ministry that you're you're in. So the first one is is that you know what godly character is to start with. You know what godly character is to start with. Psalm one nineteen eleven says, "I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you." So listen, we we all know the Big Ten. Right, we all know the Big Ten, and we all try to walk with them. All right, we all know uh, the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. Uh, most of us know a good portion of Scripture and and how we should walk with the Lord. All right, but what about the other issues that we face when serving an abusive spiritual leader? All right, what about the other issues that come up? All right, so what about when you're being lied about? All right, what about when you're faced or pressured in? to a situation or a quote-unquote an opportunity to do the political thing in the church instead of the godly thing. And we know that that when it comes to uh, spiritual abusive leadership in the church, uh, they, they have a leadership culture where the political always takes precedent over the godly. All right, the political always takes place or takes precedent over the presence of the Lord. Uh, over the, the principles of the Lord, all right, to use all those P words, all right, so what about when we're faced all these things? Well, the thing to, to know is this, is that the more you know God's words, God's word and his words, uh, and his ways when it comes to all sorts of different situations, the more situations you'll be able to handle and walk through. Now, that's key. So what do you do when you are faced with 
you know, the opportunity, we use the example, to be political as opposed to be godly, right? To walk in the principles of the Lord. Well, there's all sorts of situations in the Word where the heroes of the faith, they chose to be godly. They chose to walk in the principles of the Word of God as opposed to, uh, you know, doing the political thing that was going to, um, you know, that was going to serve them well in the ways of man. When we're in a spiritually abusive uh, church culture, leadership culture, doing the godly thing is always going to serve you well in the medium and long term, maybe not in the short term. All right. So, but when your character is coming under attack, know what the word of God says. All right. Know what it says specifically. So the more we know it, the more we're into it. And the more we, we dig into the wisdom of the Lord uh, for specific situations, the more specific situations we're going to be able to handle. I mean, just go through the book of Proverbs. I mean, you go through the book of Proverbs and you will see there is just situation after situation. Some of them are general, some of them are a bit more specific, but man, there is the, the Lord gave us this, this amazing book of Proverbs. In there, there is so much wisdom on how to walk out, a, a, you know, a situation like a breaking under where you are, your character is being challenged. All right, and so the, I mean, just the, just go to the book of Proverbs, and you will just re-engage with that and re-dig into it. But knowing the specifics of the Word of God, just not the general. I mean, we all love the Big Ten. We all know the Big Ten. We all try to walk and live by the Big Ten, uh, and and the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount and all the rest, the writings of Paul. And uh, but the more we know them, all right, the more we dig into the deeper uh, things of the Word, the more wisdom there will be there to know how to walk things out. Uh, when it comes to an attack on our character. The second thing is, is that you double down on your prayer life. When you're going through a breaking under, there is always a ton of noise in your mind. And often when you're going through a breaking under, there's a ton of noise in your life. There just is. There's so many voices coming in. Now, some of those voices are good godly voices, right? Like you would have the voices of friends and family and mentors and spouses, um, you know, and even, and even you know, siblings or, or children or whatever. You've got all these relationships. They're all trying to give you good godly advice, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. But you've also got the noise of, you know, this spiritual leader in your life who is attacking your character. So there's just a lot of noise. And the thing to do, and the, the, what God is calling us to do, is to kind of filter out the bad and take the good, all right, and weigh it with the, the word of God and, and take the words of life that are being spoken over to you by those who care about you and then just toss the ones that are negative and full of death around your life, all right? But we double down on our prayer life. So getting down on our knees in the presence of the Lord does something. Well, it does lots of things. We petition the Lord. We, we sit quietly in his presence and we allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. But one of the things is that we become more aware of the love of Jesus. Now, I know this might seem like Sunday school stuff, right? Like this is like grade five Sunday school stuff. But it's powerful because all the heroes of the faith, Jesus himself, was always looking to get away up on a mountaintop somewhere, away from the disciples, away from the noise and the clatter and the din. Even the disciples were good. They were, he was mentoring them. He was loving them. They died for him. They were his, they were his boys. Uh, he even got away from the noise that surrounded them and got away with the father. And when he did, he became more aware of the love of the father. Uh, at least his humanity did, right? And so it's a, it's a foreshadowing for us that when we get down on our knees and we pray, 
the love of God becomes even more real and tangible for us in that moment. It's always 100% real and tangible for the Lord, but for us, we're not always aware of it. And when our character is being attacked, one of the things that we, the, the devil loves to make that connection where it's like, there's a separation between when our character is attacked and we actually start believing it, that, that we have low character, it means that, oh, the Lord doesn't love us anymore. But when we get down in prayer, when you when your character is being attacked, you need to uh, just double down on your prayer life. The only way to push back the clatter of man's opinions and verbal attacks is to spend some serious time in the presence of the Lord, just letting him love you. All right, John 14, verse 15 and 16 famously says, If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. That is such a powerful, powerful scripture. I mean, they're all powerful, but I mean, this one is is, is amazing. Now, it's meant to be understood in the inverse, which means that we are to understand uh, this John 15 chapter um, where, where Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey what I command. It's the obeying what he commands comes from the love that's, uh, resident in our heart, right? And so the tighter you are with Jesus, the more obeying him becomes second nature. And this is hugely important. When we are going through uh, a character attack in a breaking under season, so a senior leader, a senior spiritual leader in the church, in our lives, let's just say we're a staff pastor or we're a lay ministry leader and we're sitting under a leader who is spiritually abusing us and they are bringing that attack upon our character, we need to shore up our character. We need to make sure that's impeccable. We need to make sure that it is, uh, that it is, it, that is, is as airtight as we can get it, you know, using the metaphor. And so one of the things that we need to do is walk in the love of God, because then the love of God will, number one, will have this amazing motivation uh, in the Lord to walk with Jesus in a more powerful way. We're going to we're going to make sure that we double down on things. We're going to talk about that in a sec, but we're going to be aware of the love of God. And because of that, he will help us. He'll, he'll send the counselor, the Holy Spirit, to help us walk in his ways and his word and his principles even more. So when, you're, when your character is being attacked, double down in prayer. Because in prayer, you're going to discover, you're going to become, you're just going to increase the awareness of the love of Jesus in your own life. And that always elevates your godly character, which is going to help you walk through that particular, um, this particular attack of your character, your personal character being attacked while uh, you're going through a broken under season. Now, the third thing that you that you should be doing when your character is coming under scrutiny or attack uh, from a spiritually abusive church leader is that you forensically examine your own heart and your own character. Psalm 139 verses 23, 24 famously says, again, these are some uh, well-known scriptures that we're going through. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Such a powerful scripture. If you ask God to show you where you might be missing an area of godly character, he'll definitely show you. 
All right. If you are, if you are just going about your walk with the Lord in your ministry, again, whether you're a staff pastor or a lay ministry leader, you are, you know, you're some sort of director type position at a, um, you know, at a parachurch organization, uh, a local community, it doesn't matter what it is, you're serving in ministry in some capacity. All right. You could even be a lead pastor uh, at a church and your governing board or your lay leadership team, however it is that you are responsible to, that you sit under in some various former way, they could be looking to challenge your character. And so these principles would apply to you as well. All right. But if you ask God to show you, he will deliver. He will show you through his word, through prayer, uh, in his presence. As you, as you close in with Jesus, you take those moments and you close in, he'll show you. He will definitely lead you to the point where he will um, show you where maybe sin has crept in, you know, whether or not you've done that intentionally or unintentionally. If it's intentionally, you know about it. But there are times when we stub our toe and we we, we let out a gosh darn. And, and sometimes that just happens in our lives. And, and God will make you aware of that. And he will help you get to the place where you're, where you can, where you can be aware of that. And then you can begin the change. All right. If your character is being challenged by an abusive leader, do the hard thing and ask God to show you if you are missing something. All right. Ask him to show if you are missing something. When God shows you a place of character that you're missing, you have the opportunity to double down and do better. All right. The abusive leader will have no way to truthfully attack your character if you are doubling down and you are acting on that which the Lord shows you, all right? So the Lord shows you, say, a particular area, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter what area. We, I mean, there are a million areas that of ministry, points of ministry, specifically, you know, with people um, or with the way that you conduct your ministry or with your family or whatever it is. Like there could be any point of character that your abusive leader is, is going after in you. But when the Lord shows you and you ask the Lord, God, search me, know me, show me if there's any offensive ways, show me if there's any areas that I'm missing. And then you act on them, man, the, the Lord is going to, the Lord is going to honor that. And you're, you're the spiritually abusive leader who is attacking your character won't have any, uh, you know, you won't, they won't have any vectors of, of, um, of ability to go after your character because there won't be any because the Lord will have showed you. All right. The next point is less is more. All right. So the next thing you can do when God, when you are, your character and your integrity, your godly character and integrity prayerfully is uh, is being attacked by a spiritually abusive senior church leader is that less is more. James chapter 1 verses 19 to 21 reads, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. So this one is a tough one for all you extroverts out there. It just is. Abusive spiritual leaders remember everything. Remember that. Abusive spiritual leaders remember everything. Everything said, everything done, uh, they will remember, whether they write it down or whether they just take mental note of it. And they can recall it like that. They are just ready to 
uh, to use anything that you have ever said and done. Now, when you're in a trusting relationship, when you're in a, in a healthy, spiritual, and emotional relationship with a senior leader, you're in that uh, Paul and Timothy, you know, Paul and Silas relationship uh, that you are, as, whether as a lay leader or a staff pastor, doesn't matter, then you can trust that leader with the things said. You, you, can, you can sit down and you can talk about some of the deep issues of life and ministry and family and areas of victory and areas of struggle. And it doesn't matter because it's going to be a safe place. But when a, when a leader has become spiritually and emotionally abusive and they're attacking your character, less is more. Less is more. Everything said out loud, no matter how unrelated to, say, one subject or the next that you might be dealing with as you're going through this broken under season, it can be used and manipulated by the abusive leader to fit their narrative. So you have to be wise about this, all right? Be wise with your words. Less is more. It comes down to the issue of trust. If an abusive spiritual leader is attacking your character, watch what you say to them, all right? You must watch what you say to them. Now, in the context of, of, of continuing, you know, some degree of healthy ministry while you're there, uh, still ministering, say, under an abusive leader, um, you still have to say what you're called to say. You're still, you have, whether you're called to preach, teach, lead, um, lead worship, or, you know, lead a particular committee, or do ministry, or doing outreach, or w whatever it is, um, you still have to do that ministry. And you still have to be uh, honest and true. Again, this is not, this is not a call for you to, you know, lie by omission. This is just, remember, less is more, not nothing is better. Less is more especially around uh, an, an, a leader who has become abusive, that you know uh, that, that, that trust is eroding. Trust is not there. So you have to be careful with it. All right, so less is more. All right, and the last thing is actually kind of close to me. This is actually a spiritual journey that I took. And I've, uh, th so this scripture that I'm about to share is, um, it was one that the Lord dropped in my heart in a particular season. I was in one particular season and in my devotional life, I could not shake Psalm 101 verse 2. I could not shake it for the life of me. But the, the actual point is this, is that be careful, right? So the, for the fifth thing that you can do is just generally be careful, all right? Watch your life. So Psalm 101 verse 2 reads, I will be careful to lead a blameless life. When will you come to me? I will walk in my house with a blameless heart. All right, so this this particular verse, like I said, I just couldn't shake this for about a season in one of my broken under seasons. Devotionally, this was the only verse that my, my Bible was opening up to the thing. Like it was just when I drop it on the table, right? You know, and then we're not supposed to do that devotionally, but in this particular case, it was just I could not shake Psalm 101 too. And I just knew that the Lord was trying to say something to me. Unfortunately, if a spiritually and emotionally abusive le uh, church leader, senior church leader, is attacking your character, you are more than likely going to be walking in a tense and toxic leadership atmosphere. There's no way to get around that. Healthy leaders, healthy spiritual leaders, don't attack the character of the ones that serve them. Healthy spiritual leaders... Even if they recognize that that a leader that's serving under them is struggling in an area of, of godly character, 
they love them and they mentor them and they try to draw them to the place. They teach them and they spend time with them. They or they, you know, if, if you're in a large staff setting, you would have, say, an associate whose job it is to, you know, to basically quarterback uh, the church staff. If you're in a church where you've got 20, 30, 40 people on staff, whatever it is then you're you're probably going to have somebody who's going to be shepherding the shepherds right and so whoever it is or whatever it is like whatever your format leadership format is healthy leadership recognizes when there's a failure in character the first thing that, that they do or even the second or the third thing depending on what point of character failure we're talking about is that they help them become a better leader in the kingdom all right. They just don't excoriate them. They just don't go after their character and, and tear them down. All right. And so if you are experiencing an attack on your character and your godly integrity, more than likely, more than likely you are in a, in a tense and toxic leadership environment uh, in the church. And I wish it wasn't like this. Uh, that's the reason for this ministry. It's the reason why it's the reason for this podcast and for the blog and the ministry and the soon to come down. We're going to have, there's going to be some significant other resources that are going to be coming down the pipe in the next season. Uh, and I wish, it, I wish it wasn't so, but it is. So be careful to lead a blameless life. Take this encouragement of the Lord. All right, because in a toxic leadership atmosphere unfortunately there's no room for error if you are in uh if you are sitting under a spiritually and emotionally abusive senior church leader and you're in that toxic leadership atmosphere unfortunately there is no room for error because even if you are walking in like an almost perfection in your character and the way you conduct yourself with the people that you lead pastor and minister to and and your area of ministry and all those things Right, like even if you are that that abusive leader is going to find a way to twist the narrative. They're going to find a way to bring that charge of ungodly character to you. All right, and so you double check every point of ministry. You bring excellence in everything you do. Now you should do that because you love the Lord anyway. But it's almost like you double and triple down on that that point uh, of of ministry, right? You never mail it in if you if your character's coming under attack, all right? Even it's just even one day where you're having a bad day, you you can't mail it in uh, when it comes to ministry, which you know you should never do that anyway. You should always bring uh, energetic, passionate, spirit filled, you know, word of God filled uh, mentoring and ministry to every area of ministry that you do, but. Um, you just, you can't be mailing it in when your character's coming under attack. Um, unfortunately, like every financial transaction that your ministry, like some of you are staff pastors that say have budgets to maintain, um, or even some of you are in a situation where you actually do the banking yourselves, which is becoming a rare thing in the church, which it's been like, it's been like that for years that most of the, most churches move towards a kind of a centralized, you know, kind of financial system. But if you are in a place where you, you're, you're having to steward, say the, the bookkeeper or whatever it is, managing budgets, just, it must be impeccable, right? You double down on your integrity when it comes to every, you know, opposite sex ministry interaction, all right? You hold the highest of integrity uh, when it comes to your interaction with the opposite sex. And I know that's a bit of a landmine because some people say that we should be in this place where we're just completely trusting and all these things. And, and uh, I know that for me in my own ministry, in my area, and I know that 
that uh, l other denominations use this across, say, the West, North America, whatever. There's one called uh, Plan to Protect, which is really well known, um, and that is uh, that is a policy that um, that that is put in place for like how to interact, interact with minors and and how to um, and how to interact, say, in like the office setting and all the rest of it. But just whatever your church network denomination, whatever your policy is for that, you got to when it comes to uh, the a season where your character and integrity is coming under attack by an abusive spiritual leader in the church, man, you you gotta walk in an absolute, perfect, impeccable character uh, and integrity when it comes to every opposite sex relationship. And of course, every church and denomination has their own kind of policies on that and what they should or shouldn't do. Uh, yeah, I mean, a good place to start is the word, right? With uh, honor and respect in the way that we view the opposite sex um, and the way that we value uh, human beings, right? That, that uh, abuse or opportunism should not be anywhere near the heart of the, uh, the disciple in Christ, right? And especially the leader in, in, the, in the church. So you just, you got to walk in impeccable character. So be careful to lead a blameless life. All right. So just in closing, like your godly character, all right, may not keep you in this particular ministry situation, unfortunately. All right. That's just the reality. Uh, it's a reality that that stinks. It's it's not the heart of the Lord, but your godly character, you having godly character or preserving it, doubling down on being careful with your godly character. It's hugely important because the simple reason is that you will have a season ahead. As I try to speak into um, you, the listener of this podcast, as, as many times as I can, you're loved by God, you are called of God, and the, the, the spiritual and emotional abuse that you've gone through, the breaking under season, does not disqualify you from the love of God or the calling of God on your life. It does not cancel the gifts of God on your life. Uh, and you can be accused of walking in complete ungodly uh, character and actually... Be walking in godly character because was said before abusive leaders will always find a way to uh attack uh the character of those that they're abusing all right on a spiritual level an emotional level and integrity level but what keeping a godly what keeping godly character will do for you is it is going to allow you to be set up by God for the next season, the next place of ministry, uh, the next point of ministry, say, in, in, even in your church, or uh, if you're staying in your church, say a large church setting, or in your community, or the parachurch, wherever the Lord has you going next, man, if you walk in godly character, if you are careful to lead a blameless life, all right, if you watch what you say when you're being attacked by a spiritually abusive church leader, uh, and keep your godly character. Uh, unfortunately, it it might not it might not save where you are now. But man, the Lord is going to bless you in this season to come, and that's that's what my prayer is, and my hope is 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 if you are going through uh, a, a breaking under season where your character is coming under attack, keep your godly character, sharpen it, hone it, and uh, the Lord's going to bless you. So thanks for tuning into the podcast. Uh, remember to hit the like button and remember to hit uh, like all those subscribe buttons on our various um, social media platforms where the podcast and the and the blog is available. Spread the word. We want to see others get 
free and healed from the pain that they experience at the hands of being wounded by uh, a spiritual uh, senior church leader. And we want them to move on, be reinstated in the Lord into their calling, and then help be part of a generation that sets in place uh, a, a, a godly leadership uh, atmosphere in the next churches and places of ministry that they go. And so we just, so just spread the word. Please tell people about this ministry because we want to see people that have been wounded and walk away from the Lord or for the church. We want to see them get healed in the name of Jesus. Check out the website, brokenrising.com. That's where all these free resources are available. Uh, and so you can check those out. There's also a blog that happens about once or twice a week. And uh, that blog sometimes deals with uh, the same subjects we're dealing with in the podcast, but most of the time they are uh, separate um, blogs on their own that deal with issues uh, separate from the podcast. And so you want to check that out because, again, that those are free. They're quick reads. It usually takes about four or five minutes. So don't, we, I don't write huge, long blogs, um, but hopefully blogs that will... Um, is going to equip you to help you through these broken under seasons or uh, again for anybody else who might be going through that maybe not you you've but you've stumbled into this and it's not you that's going through a broken under season but I guarantee you know somebody in the church that has so I want to encourage you to spread the word for that so keep rising above in the Lord and we will see you on the next episode of the broken rising podcast thanks for tuning in to the podcast for more podcasts and resources please visit brokenrising.com and connect with our pages on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is copyright Broken Rising Ministries.